0: Welcome to the Unlocking Unlimited Potential Stories podcast. My name is Dr. Brandon Beck, and I am so excited for you to be here to join us today. The goal of this show is to amplify the stories of amazing people, which serve as inspiration for your journey. Your story matters. It tells us who you are and who you want to be. Enjoy this opportunity to hear from these innovative thought leaders as they discuss what it means to unlock unlimited potential. If you are looking for an opportunity to connect further with me after this show, please visit BrandonBeckEDU.com to learn more about my speaking, coaching, consulting, and other offerings that are designed to help you and your organization find greater results in your journey. welcome to the unlocking unlimited potential stories show it is so great to be with you all here today man we had to shut it down in the pre-show because we just kept going but here we are all the way from who's a teacher right now in concord north carolina who first came to the united states through guatemala which We just had a long World Cup discussion. We're we're not. We're looking forward to the next one, is what we decided.
1: Cross our fingers.
0: Emily Francis. Emily, how are you?
1: Hello, hello. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. It's exciting.
0: It's it's my pleasure. You know, it's we were just really talking about our similar student populations of being able to teach language learners and the gift that they are and. The connection we had in that and god that just kind of got me really excited when i knew that you said you wanted to reach out and we could do this and so so here it is so tell us a little bit about yourself your journey into education and we'll get to where that's led you to today how's that sound
1: Yeah, well, then again, thank you for, you know, expressing that connection between us and which is the love for teaching multilingual learners and newcomers and, you know, that dual language program that you were just discussing is just a it's, it's what's core to what I do. And I do appreciate this opportunity. So yeah, I'm, uh, this is my 11th year as an ESL teacher here in uh, North Carolina. Um, I was a teacher assistant before becoming a, a teacher. So this is my, actually my 19th year in the district. So I'm excited that my 20th is coming up. Uh, but I'm in, I'm in the high school level and I really thought I was going to start at the elementary level and stay there the rest of my career. But then I encounter a class of newcomers at the high school level. And that's where I found my, my niche, where I found my passion and my reason to, to continue doing what I do. So,
0: so would you consider them your, your nephews, your nieces, your cousins, your brothers, your sisters? Which one?
1: You know, I I get to know them so much that now they feel like friends, you know, like we (laughs) see them at 7.15 in the morning. Hi, guys! You know, just, but of course, you know, you need to maintain that professionalism. I'm your teacher. You're the student. But at the same time, it's like, like my little sister, we take pictures with some of my students. They're like, your hair looks the same. Your color is the same. Are you sisters? So, yeah, I work with a very lovely population.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. And it's amazing because they, we talk about the, the uniqueness and the the benefits and how those really, they really do outweigh the challenges, you know, and that we talk about, we were talking a little bit about the perceived challenges that educators face when they are approached with teaching language learners, you know, and in your situation with newcomers, but also beyond newcomers and that language learner population is really, you know, 33 plus percent of our country. And it's a pretty ginormous population. And it's pretty possible that pretty much everybody's going to have someone with some sort of language learning population. And you might be lucky if you're in a place where they're all from a similar, you know, Latin American country. That's awesome. Good for you. But that's not always the case. So Talk though a little bit about your story growing up as a newcomer coming to the United States and how that led to your, obviously you love what you do. I can see that. And I've always, Yeah,
1: you know, and and I, I I think one of the reasons why I do embrace and really I'm so passionate about what I do is because of the experience that I went through myself as an English language learner here in the U S and something that I worked Very hard to do is to make sure that my students get to the point where they are showing their true potential, regardless of language barriers, regardless of where they come from or what their background is, because that's what happened to me. And unfortunately, I left Martin Van Buren High School with the idea that I didn't have a potential, that I was worthless, that I didn't matter, that I didn't exist. You know, coming from Guatemala, living 15 years in my country, uh, very Uh, a very poor situation where we were kind of forced to leave our country to come here to the U.S. where my mother needed to find a job to to give us a better life and I knew that education was the route to go to break those cycles to to really reward my mother for that sacrifice that she had done and then becoming a high school dropout and Not learning the language at the level that I should have. It was just beating me up. I spent many years as a product of society that was just walking around feeling worthless. And I really had to pick my pieces up. And as an adult at 21 years old, I picked up those pieces, put them together, and began working on again going back to school, getting my GED, my associates, and And I was able to really demonstrate my true potential. And it was hidden behind, really. It was hidden behind all the untold stories of my background. So... You know My experience as an immigrant, my experience as growing up in a different country, all of that was shut down, was hidden away, and my potential was hidden behind it. So as soon as I began to embrace my own identity, my past, my immigrant experience, my high school experience, when I started sharing all of that is when I began to really unlock all that potential that was within me it was there all along it's not it didn't come out from one day to the other it was there all along it was just a matter of letting it out and really embracing who i am
0: yes the power of the story it's really it's really incredible and you see those connections and and it is important to first of all just acknowledge that we all have connections with with our students in many different ways But when you have a cultural connection or a connection of just a really similar experience where you see yourself through your students and you see, I mean, we do it as parents as well, right? When you see things that you did right or you did wrong and then you see your kids kind of emulate them and whatever way you look at it, you obviously see that there is a connection to these students that you are connecting to talk a little bit about that connection and and how that comes true.
1: Well, I mean, I do work with newcomer students. So I do, when they come here, a lot of the things that we have in similar connections will be where immigrants from, from another country, we're learning English as a second language. Our family literacies are different. Some of the things are the same, but in them, Bam, I get a new a newcomer from Yemen. He speaks Arabic. I don't speak Arabic. He eats something different than I do. He celebrates something different than I do. So and then I had to start really analyzing our lives and say, okay, tell me your stories so, and I'll tell you mine so we can then find similarities within our lives. Because I really think that's how we strengthen relationship with students when we tell our stories and we hear their stories, whether it's through religion or culture or anything they have done in, back in their countries. And when we allow them to tell those experiences it clicks in our personal lives and say, Oh, I did that too. You know, I had to run water with my bucket over my head, just like you did, you know, just eventually you'll find something. But we have to make those intentional lesson plans. We have to make those intentional minutes of conversation to be able to kind of like dig stuff out of the student. It's not like minding their business and trying to and I, I would have loved for someone to mind my business when I was in high school. I would have loved for a teacher to tell me, hey, tell me a little bit about you. Tell me about your country. Those questions were never asked. And I really think that would have been the little the question that would have unlocked that a relationship with those teachers who that I never had. And so, you know, I, I read a lot of picture books. Uh, we background in diverse cultures where my students can say, hey, I lived it. I did this. I, and that allows me to get to know my students a lot more. So, I mean, you're always going to have students whose walks of lives are different than yours, but there's always that one thing that you can connect. But you won't know unless you ask.
0: Yes, that is true. That is also a plug for my fellow teachers out there who do not speak another language, but you are teaching it students that do come from families that Mm -hmm. speak another language. We're just, many people are just forcing are fortunate sometimes that there are in pockets where it is Spanish. They are from one kind of Mm -hmm. area of the world and their dialects are similar in some capacity. But when you go to like New York city, you can have thousands of languages. Yeah. So if the looking at it through the lens of culture yes. really stands in front of any anything. The 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 culture is building mm-hmm. that relationship, that connection, that relationship. And I think that relationship is as simple as
1: mm-hmm.
0: asking a question. Exactly. For sure. What kind of topping do you like? on your pizza what kind of donut do you do you like what does that what does that donut flavor say about you I mean we can we can have those silly conversations
1: Uh right right
0: but it has to start somewhere because I really believe that there is an immigration and there is an influx and there is schools that are that are dealing with doing their best job to keep up with the number that are coming that are in need Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: they're undocumented and they are from different lives and their stories are nothing like some Mm -hmm. of these other kids stories so there's so many kids that have so many different stories that are in front of all of us and when you throw that all together into one room like that's (laughs) the that's the anxiety that's the stress that's the the questioning the unknown Yes. And bringing that up to the surface is really yes. what I believe. And so I appreciate how much you bring about yes. your story. And 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 your story really has so yeah. many amazing pieces to it.
1: Right. And it, and it helps affirming our own identity. Because for so many years, I just thought that my life was not interesting. That what I had lived had no meaning. That it didn't matter what had happened. That it was you know, 15 years back, just throw it away. It didn't matter. <laughs> but really asking a questions just, where did you live? What did you do while you were there? Who did you live with? You know, those little questions help us reaffirm our own identity. It really helps us heal too, because a lot of the stuff that we live before emigrating causes, you know, hinders our our, our life, our our minds and our soul. And and sometimes keeping it in can make it worse. We need to get it out. So if we're just focused on, okay, you got to learn your timetables. You got to learn this equation. You got to learn this history. Don't take me wrong. I get paid to be a teacher and I want my students to learn and be educated. But if we don't tap into their emotions, if we don't tap into their uh, experiences, we're just going to make them feel like, they don't matter. And that's just, that's the worst thing we can do for our students.
0: The story matters. They all matter. The identity is where that real core foundation is for any kind of relationship. Right. You know, take mm-hmm. language out of it. Just simple, mm-hmm. it simple relationship. And I've, I God. just really appreciate God. that. And so, you know, when you talk about your story and you talk about the work you're doing, and you talk about your book. Okay. Ah, so amazing. All. Amazing. We have to talk about your book. There it is right oh, there. It's a beautiful cover, even though people at home can't see it. But
1: it tell us, I it
0: tell us about, you know, what I love about it is you wrote it in a, in a letter way. Is that
1: yeah. there's some letters in there, right? Different, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. We when we you know when John Sillett's approached me and 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 I, I love it because I've been following John Sillett's education and all the books that they publish are all with the mindset of you know multilingual learners and you, you know supporting multilingualism. I'm like oh my gosh, I need to go with them. You know, so we they wanted to pu- publish my story and I was honored, and we started looking at memoir. The memoir was shared and but it just didn't it was just all about Emily Francis it's just that's not me you know I that I have built my profession around my students stories and my students experiences they reflect me and I reflect them so mentioning just me just was not working there was it was there was no it was it wasn't just I don't know. We didn't like it, so we started looking at. Alright, so what what makes what makes you passionate about what you do? And then, of course, I started talking about my students. You know, and, you know, Pedro and Juan and Maria and all of them that reflect my experiences. And I am who I am because of who they are. And so, as I began to tell their stories, we started intertwining their stories with mine. And we're like, okay, that's it. That's the book, you know, and, and and I do share that what you see in the book, the way I talk to the students in the book is the way I talk to my students in the classroom. That's the way I, you know, that relationship that we have is we talk to each other and then they tell me the stories. I tell them my story because that's how we build relationship. And so that's how the letter format came to be that that's how I'm the best of, you know, that I can be because of my relationship with them. And so we ended up with eight stories, eight immigrant stories whose um, stories intertwined with mine from the beginning to end. And I am just so grateful for the opportunity to having this book out in the world.
0: And I love the concept of empowering immigrant stories, you know, especially going through our schools and, and how, the states are different and different states have different resources and different rules and different situations and different needs and just different demographics. So the, the hearing the immigrant stories, not just, you know, from your neck of the woods and also just hearing it from all over. And I've continued to see teachers out there sharing it. I know talk a little bit about your, kind of journey into social media and how you, cr- you just kind of, you have a pretty large following and, and how that came about for you. Obviously large following of quality content. That's I we came yeah. across each other. I don't, no. We must've used a similar hashtag a couple of years ago.
1: <laughs> I think so. I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> um it, You know, going back to the power of our story uh, because I, I just started sharing, hey, this is my story. Hey, this is what my students are doing. And just the power of the story began connecting me with others who are doing the same thing. And I, I, you know, social media is just powerful. I, I have friends from all over the nation and I'm learning from them. They learn from me. And it's just such a powerful tool for us to be, consistent with the work that we're doing with our multilingual learners you know we have students who move from one state or one place to the other and if we are connected as educators in one way or another we can better serve our our multilingual learners and you know I have a group of newcomer teachers who we meet through zoom once a month and even though we are from different states and we all have different rules and requirements we are trying to be consistent in on the work that we do to serve our students um and, and then again we we started connecting through social media and i think telling telling what's happening in the classroom needs to be projected on those platforms our students don't get the light enough we need to highlight them we need to show them you know, how, what they're capable of instead of seeing them on the news doing bad things. Okay, here he is. He made it on the newspaper because of his grades, because of his sports, because of whatever. So I, social media is one of the platforms that I use to, to showcase all the work that we do.
0: <laughs> and that is just another plug for you to continue to share out there. <laughs> if you are questioning whether you should share it, you should ask yourself, will this possibly inspire one other person
1: because
0: yeah. if it does and most of the time it is yes yeah, most of the time
1: it is yes that's true i mean well, there's always new away. teachers out there trying to figure it out you know what do i do what do i teach tomorrow <laughs> really I I have teachers telling me they don't have <laughs> a lesson plan for tomorrow i mean by sharing look what i did today it could be a little spark on oh i could do that tomorrow with my students and I mean, it's just a great way to just to be connected.
0: Yes. Keeping it simple, helping others. We rise by lifting others is often said on this show. You know, the idea that you're working and having this connection with newcomer teachers right now, just hit me with a couple quick things that you're noticing <laughs> out there that they are perceiving as challenges.
1: Mm hmm. I mean, it it is a challenge. It is a challenge. But at the same time, it's doable. I mean, we are they're people It's humanity what we're trying to develop. They're not aliens. (laughs) You know, they're they're people who are trying to develop the work in their lives that they have just started. So it's up to us to take where they are and help them develop that humanity in their lives instead of pushing it down and trying to make them become something that they're not. And so it is challenging. Of course, the language is a huge challenge. But you know, a smile goes a long way when the student can see that the teacher is open arms accepted to who they are. Possibilities are that that student is going to maintain that motivation to do better. I mean, I was able to acquire a full proficiency in a year and a half but enough for me to communicate with teachers so students can do that but they need that motivation. they need to make sure that they have people who are believing in them and uh, yeah we, we need to have teachers out there instead of being scared just just be take risk <laughs> and impact your students.
0: Yes we are developing humans. That is most importantly, that is what we're doing first. So, you know, we talked about this and I think this is a perfect segue. So your dedication, you know, we talk about on this show, we dedicate an episode out there to people who are out there unlocking unlimited potential in all whom they serve. And I say people on this one, because this is the first time we're going to dedicate it, let you dedicate it to a group of people. All right. So. Usually it's an individual, but I'll let this one, I'll let this one go, so... (laughs) Talk about this dedication, please.
1: Well, I mean, newcomer teachers, I've been there myself. I've been in a position, even though I was I was a newcomer myself, teaching newcomers is a whole different ballgame and experience. And you can find yourself in a situation where I'm just gonna teach them these 10 vocabulary words, you know, and we that's disservice that we do to students. But newcomer teachers that they have that challenge that we need to develop that humanity, develop that language, and develop that academic. So this group of newcomer teachers are in, you know, with all their hearts, with all their minds and with all their strengths, and we need to support them. We need to value what they're doing. And and that's what I want to do. I want to make sure that they feel supported, that they feel that what they're doing is important. I mean, we want these newcomers to five years, 10 years from now to say, that newcomer teacher helped me. She heard my story. She gave me the opportunity to share my story. She taught me English. She taught me whatever the content is. But at the same time, to say she made an impact or he made an impact in my life, and, and, and thank, we want to just want to thank newcomer teachers for doing all of that hard work.
0: Amen. Shout out to newcomer teachers. <laughs> I got one for you, Samantha Deer King. Shout out to Samantha, dear King. She is an incredible newcomer teacher that I know and work with personally. And if there's one thing you always do with partner teachers, you shout them out whenever you can. So I've learned okay. that over the years and she's in incre- She's incredible.
1: But that oh. she's
0: amazing. Nice. She is. I, I speak amazing Spanish <laughs> on a soccer field. Um, <laughs> I know we talked a little bit about it, and <laughs> I don't really share this much, but, you know, talking about my story, being diagnosed with a learning disability that took me out of language mm. classrooms when I was in middle school, all the way up through high school, all the way up through college, had no experience with language because of this learning disability. Wow. However, I love language. I love cultures. And I have been teaching. Uh, yeah, yeah language learners, emergent multilinguals, emergent bilinguals. I've been there through every single acronym um, for the past 17 years. So, and I do have to say that I really love teaching this group of students because I also love seeing the mixture of the cultures. um, And I love seeing, you know, everybody using, I've always seen the power of the story as well. So I really appreciate, you know, you're mm-hmm. just solidifying everything that I always that I believe to to just make me feel good because that That's is so really fun. most of the people that I've worked with that work with te- that are teachers, of language learners, They're very passionate people. Mm-hmm. And they have empowering stories. And I think that sometimes when we see the challenge in front of us, it makes us work even harder. Mm-hmm. And I think that is uh, there is a lot of educators out there that work extremely hard to for their students and i think it is really incredible and, and when we're working with our newest coming students the stories that they have are they're they're empowering and the more we can share them the better so i'm so glad that you were able to do that and where's the book taking you now
1: how well I'm trying to go as much as I can to go out and promote it but I'm still a full-time teacher I need to be in the classroom you know and they're my priority and I I just I'll do what I can uh, to get away from the class to go and 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 go and share about my book but uh, you know you know social media it's just amazing or you know online platforms because I've done a lot of virtual virtual presentations and that's great that has helped a lot so I don't have to be out of the classroom. But um, we'll see. We'll see what else happens.
0: Well, I think it's just important to acknowledge that there's a lot of flexible ways to contact you and and get in touch with you about your work. And if anybody that's out there is still listening, I mean, I can only imagine that you're as fired up as I am, because I love (laughs) the way that you speak with your passion about just I can see the fire. Not anybody's going to get the opportunity to actually see you the way that I'm seeing you because they're going to be listening through their ears. But I am yeah. telling you, she's almost jumping through the screen.
1: <laughs> and it's almost nine o'clock. It's,
0: it's, it's late. It's late at night. This is true.
1: Oh, it's good. This That's is, good. This it's is always very a good true. Time. It's always a good time talking about
0: students. Yes, absolutely. So one last thing I got to ask you to do before you go. I got to ask you to finish my sentence. So unlocking unlimited potential means?
1: Unlocking a limited potential means being really who you are. Our own identity and who we are is really core to what we do. And our potential is just that. Anything we do, the way we impact our society, the way we impact those around us, our families. And so who we are is core to really being fully Um, what we want to be and who we want to be in this world.
0: Ah, I love it. I love it. Thank you. That is like mic drop moment number 337. All right. That was excellent. Listen, I really appreciate you uh, joining us. Her socials, her link tree, everything will all be in um, in the show notes for you to check her out. But definitely... Check out Emily Francis because she is a solid follow and also doing some amazing, inspiring work. So keep sharing, please, okay. Emily.
1: Thank you so much, and again, I appreciate the space and the time.
0: No problem. And to all the listeners out there, just remember that if you haven't signed up for the Something for You newsletter from BrandonBeck.edu.com, why haven't you? It's free. It comes out on the first and fifteenth every month. Tips, tricks helpful resources in your inbox once again on the 1st and 15th of every month all you have to do is sign up and then you have to share it with every single one of your friends because I spend a lot of time doing it every single week so that is pretty much the main reason plus I I think it's kind of good content it's around this idea of that we should reflect learn and grow so it's broken into three parts so just tell your friends that's all I'm saying everybody and remember That the journey towards unlocking unlimited potential, it begins with you. Continue to educate with passion and purpose in all that you are and all that you do. All the best, everyone.